Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Monday morning, three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Uh, dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Dude number one is uh, at an election commission meeting this morning, uh, and we thank him for his service on the Murray County Election Commission. Uh, and he'll be back with us tomorrow. Uh, and Carrie Powers, who's sometimes with us on Monday, can't make today. She writes and says she'll be back soon. She promises. Uh, she's got three teenage girls, so there two, you, two, 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 and one, and one, one son. son. Yeah, teenage son. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Anyway, what what difference does it make in terms of though? I mean, she's got a law. Cor- correct. She's got correct. a law on her hands. I, still, I didn't want Richard to to think that. Uh, we yeah, you would leave him out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know Richard. He's a fine young man. And uh, there, there we go. But uh, you know, you got three children that are all. Uh, yeah. You know, one of them. One of them just finished her freshman year in college, I think. Right. Two of them are still in high school, uh, so that's a lot to take care of. Yes, it is. Speaking of high school, uh, real quick, Friday night, Columbia Central High School went uh, over to Ridley Park and scrimmaged White House, and. Uh, you know, typically we, we play all of our our jamboree this upcoming Friday will be at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Our regular season games will be at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. So uh, we were able to go over there Friday night to Ridley Park uh, because Whitthorn had a game Saturday, which we'll talk about in just a second. Uh, but uh, I just really want to thank Mac Reagan and everybody out there at Ridley Park uh, who helped us uh, make that happen. Uh, Elena Stanfield uh, and Byron Ferris and the whole crew out there did an amazing job. They were great hosts. And it was the first time I've really seen that facility. It is incredible. Yes. Like, like it is an incredible facility that I, I'll be honest, I didn't really know about a whole lot. I mean, I knew, I knew uh, Whitthorn had gone out there in the spring. Uh, and scrimmaged uh, Battle Creek, uh, and so uh, when we we went over there on Friday, it was just it was it was incredible. So we we really appreciate the hospitality and letting us come out there, uh, and uh, letting us stay off of our main stadium so we didn't destroy because we got a lot of rain Friday, and We've I gotten just, a lot of rain. We have, and I, I didn't know if it was going to happen or not, but they were able to make it happen, and uh, it was a great turnout, and uh, just really want. To think those folks are really part yeah and even with with the amount of rain we got which was a bunch yes, uh, it was. that field was in immaculate condition yeah. and uh it was it was solid uh, the, the turf was solid i mean they didn't we didn't have any footing problems and uh it was uh it, it was great and it's a stadium would probably rival several high school stadiums around here yeah so. it's coach mike lyle on the board and so Saturday at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, uh, which to me is one of the best high school stadiums around, as far as just its you know history and size. Uh, with Thorn started their season off against uh, Richland, and our very own coach James Dickinson is the head coach for the Whitthorn Tigers. They won forty-eight to six in a game that was called midway through the third quarter because of the lightning. So, uh, yeah. Wow! Yeah, that Whitthorn. Uh, wow, they they did well. How did how did Columbia Central look in this in the scrimmage? Uh, we won the scrimmage. Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing you look for is improvement. So we improved from uh, the Friday before to now. They, uh, to, to this past Friday, so I think they took a step in the right direction. And um, you know, I, I that Columbia's going to be t- tested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, on Friday, uh, as CPA comes with to capital town. capital letters there. Yeah, uh, so I mean, there, there's a very good chance that CPA will be the best team that that Columbia faces all year. So the, the good news is it's a jamboree, and um, your starters are going to play for a series or two, and that's going to be it. And um, 
But after that game, it should get easier yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So uh, right, Now, wait a minute. Catch me up, Clayton. So Friday night is what now? Uh, the Murray County Jamboree. Okay. Uh, at five, I think at 5 o'clock you're going to have Cornersville and Lewis County playing. And, and each of these contests will last two quarters. So it's not a full game. So they'll play. They'll start at five. Then at six o'clock, you'll have the CPA uh, Christ Presbyterian Academy. I think they're the Lions too, maybe. Yes. But they uh, they're coming down here, and their JV and the Columbia Central JV will play at six o'clock, and then the varsity teams will play at seven. So. Um, this does, is does the jamboree go into Saturday, or is it just Friday? It's just night? Friday night. Okay. So. Uh, It'll be the last like dress rehearsals slash scrimmage for all these teams before uh, the regular season starts a week from Friday, uh, which is hard to believe that high school football's here. Wow, wow, it's exciting though. It uh, is. Um, all right, let's see, Clayton. My battery's running low. Why is my battery running low? Um, there we go. There we go. I think we got it. So and, yeah, football's here. Football's here. Now, what are we going to carry Friday night uh, in terms of broadcasting? Uh, Friday night, we'll start our broadcast probably around five forty-five or so, and uh, we will pick up the uh, first Columbia game at six o'clock, and then the uh, the second game uh, at seven. So that's the JV game and the varsity game. Correct. Yes, sir. And are we going to have uh, are we going to have live video? I believe we are. Yes, sir. And we will have more details. Uh, about that uh, we have our our first big meeting with everybody involved in the morning so the plan was is uh, the plan was to do that i spent about three or four hours yesterday uh doing some research and looking at some of the equipment that we have uh and uh that's going to help us tremendously as far as with the live stream so that's great yeah they, and folks that's those of you who haven't found it yet a lot of you a whole lot of you have uh the uh you know you go to our website and you can click on i don't know videos or click on live stream uh next to the, the these these games are broadcast on wkrm fm 103.7 our sister station not this station uh and that uh that broadcast we've we started out this summer with it on little league just to sort of learn what we were doing with it uh get accustomed to it uh, it's really great. It's high definition, uh, instant replay, the whole nine yards, and uh, a whole whole lot of you have been uh, tuning in to to see these broadcasts. So, uh, and it's free. Yeah, yeah, it's free. It's, a lot of these high schools they have uh, these streaming services where they charge people like a monthly subscription. This is free, so it, it's, it's really it's, good. It's the best, you know, locally produced broadcast of its kind that i'm aware of yeah it's it, it's like you mentioned instant replay hd i mean it's um and, and multiple camera angles so it, it, it's really good really good stuff yeah 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 go to uh go to our website you can go to the wkrm listen live button down below that you should see uh, a live stream button mm-hmm. and uh click that or and uh it should take you right there um so that's it. But get out and go to the game if you can. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Clayton, what else is going on? You, you and I are, are – there's several things I wanted to get into today. But um, Well, today is the first day back in school for Murray County Public School students. So, uh, And I was kind of surprised. You actually made it in yeah. before the – we were ready Before the rush here. We were, we were ready to go this morning. So This morning. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Huh? Yeah. Today was day one. We'll see <laughs> what we look like in a couple of days. You know, the, the kids that are the starting school today, they were kind of eager to go back, you know, see their friends. I had one. It was his first day of high school. So, you know, he was kind of you know, ready to go down there and see what that was all about. But, uh, yeah. Let's check in in a week when they're dreading it, and I'm running late because I'm having to drag them out of the bed. So, yeah. well, and like, there's several things I want to talk about. Some of them I'm reluctant to talk about without Mr. York being here to give the Democratic answer. Uh, I don't like don't like to pile on one side. Well, while we're talking about sports, uh, the U.S. Women's Soccer Team completely. Yeah. Uh, that had a complete disaster the other or yesterday, so uh, they're they're done. And um, 
just based on the reaction from social media, I think half the country's okay with it. Just because of how woke uh, and you know. well, they're they're the cl- they're they're the classic example of what I call you know not that they're actually fat, but they they got fat and sassy. They they'd had what an eighteen game winning streak or you know big long winning streak, and mm-hmm. were supposed to be do- the dominant force coming into this World Cup, and they just kind of rode in thinking, all right, we're the king, everybody's going to bow down, and uh, people are like, no, not quite. You know, yeah, you're the king. Now you got a big target on your back, and they didn't react to it well. Yeah. Didn't didn't handle the situation very well on that, and it uh, it jumped up and bit them. And uh, another thing that's rocking the sports world right now is all the realignment. Oh, college football. Yeah, yeah. college football. Well, it's just college sports in general. It doesn't affect just football. Now, football's the main driver, obviously. Yeah, but. Uh, you know the the Pac-12 is uh, literally a shell of itself. <laughs> it, I tell you, it's, it's a big it's the it's the Pac-4 now. <laughs> we're we're tur- it's turning into a situation where there's really only going to be two, maybe three legitimate conferences left. Yeah, the big the Big Twelve uh, kind of strengthened their yeah. footprint. By by doing what they did with Arizona and Arizona it's State, gonna, it's Utah, be, it's probably going to be three. Three, yeah, yeah. you're going to have three major conferences, uh, and, and the, the, the Pac-12 is now looking towards. Uh, from what I understand, they're, they're looking towards the Mountain West as possibly a merger with them. Um, and uh, there was another another conference that was kind of thrown up there. Uh, I even heard uh, some slight rumblings about. Uh, a, a possible trying to in, entice some of the ACC teams and making a coast to coast, and I said, "Well, you know, that's even then they wouldn't be the first ones to do that." Big Ten's already played that game. Uh, you know, they, they've gone literally gone coast to coast between you know if you go from USC to Rutgers. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's amazing what's happening in the college uh, football, the college realignment front. Uh, you know, the conference of champions is now the conference of the left outs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So UCLA going to the Big Ten, that just seems weird. Yeah, or and USC. I yeah. I just either one you know, either one of those. It just doesn't seem Yeah. Uh yeah, that's that's hard. But man, can you imagine, you know, their golf team <laughs> having to go to Rutgers for a conference match? <laughs> What that's gonna, country, yeah. yeah, what what that's going to do to their budget? Um, you know, evidently the the uh, the TV numbers made it made it worth the time and worth the worth the expense. Well, now this is not going to happen this year, right? Uh, it's two years, I believe. It's well, it's it's supposed to start in the next. Yeah. From what I understand, the next football season, not this one, not this upcoming one, yeah, but the 24. next, the following football season. Yeah, because the SEC adds Oklahoma and Texas next year. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, there's talk like Georgia Tech may go to the Big Ten or come back to the SEC. See. You know, people. Well, now that the, now that the were, Big Ten has yeah. 18 and the SEC only has 16, you know, there's the okay. Let, do we do we match them or do we do we hang with what we've got? Do you add Florida Georgia State? Georgia Tech used to be part of the Big uh, SEC. Oh yes, sir. Yeah, they back were, in the original, they were a charter member, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, that, yeah. Well, I don't know that, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. All right, big doings. Uh, the sports edition of three days yeah. to, to start this Monday morning. Well, that's okay. Like I said, I've there's several things I wanted to talk about, but I and we'll get into some of them. But I, I wanted Mr. York here to give the Democratic answer, um, just because I hate to put out one-sided stuff. All right, let's take a break and come back. of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. back three dudes with a view except we're only two today my name's Del Kennedy I'm dude number three dude number two Clayton Harris good morning good morning Del good morning everybody 
All right, folks, Mr. York is uh, at Election Commission meeting. Again, we thank him for his service. Uh, this just in, uh, the FBI uh, and sends in a heavily armed tactical team to unscrew an incandescent light bulb. <laughs> That's the world we live in today, people. Coach Mike Lyle has got a message for us about the Gypsy Kings, November 4th, Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, Delk, they are coming to Nashville. And again, as j- just as you mentioned, Saturday, November 4th, they are going to come to TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall for you to have an unforgettable night of, of dancing and, and live entertainment. The Gypsy Kings have sold over 20 million records worldwide and it received a Grammy in 2013 in the Best World Music category. Tonina Bayardo has collaborated on film work such as The Big Lebowski and Hotel California and on Toy Story 3, where he uh, collaborated on You've Got a Friend in Me. This is a, a very, very talented ensemble that you don't want to miss. High-energy show. Um, tickets and details are available at toninabayardo.com. That's T-O-N-I-N-O-B-A-L. I-A-R-D-O dot com. A loud and live production. And also, stay tuned here to 101.7 WKOM. We will be having tickets closer to the show, and we'll give details on how those tickets will be uh, set up and uh, to be given away. So, again, Saturday, November 4th, the Gypsy Kings coming to TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall in Nashville. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well... I guess I, I got to talk a little bit about the news of the day, even though I, like I said, I really want to save some of it for times that there can be a democratic response. But, um, oh, wait a minute. I had this on my phone. Now it's disappeared. Well, while he's, while he's d- digging through his, his files there, uh, Clay, you were asked off uh, during the break, what about this uh, cage match? Oh, Between yeah. it, Musk, <laughs> Musk versus Zuck. And apparently it's happening. <laughs> I mean, this is just crazy. My money's on Musk, though. Well, yeah. Just the, oh, just, yeah. the, just, just the pictures, just the pictures the I've eye, seen. The eye yeah. test, yeah. Yeah, the, the pictures I've seen, yeah, Musk is, and, and he says he's training. And Duke's, yeah, he's weightlifting oh, yeah. for training. Oh, yeah, he, he posted he's, some training stuff oh, uh, this weekend. The dude's fit. There's no doubt about that, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, I've found my thing here. If I can just get it where I can read it. Um, damn. Excuse me. Well, I can't get it where right. I can read it. But they said this match is for charity. Uh, the, they, the, the proceeds are supposed to go to, I, I miss, I know it's some kind, I think it's some kind of veterans group. Uh, to help them out. Uh, but, but that, that, so it's that, like, that, it's, like an, kind of, it's an exhibition, but yeah, we all remember one of the most famous exhibitions of all time. That was Apollo Creed and the Russians. <laughs> so, I, I, hopefully, it doesn't turn into that. Yeah. Oh man, I, what a, that would be a thrill, wouldn't it? Proceeds supposed to go to charity, folks. It's they don't. I haven't seen a time and date yet. No, I have not. No. I've not seen a time and date, but it, it's going to be a case. From what, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing enough uh, enough about it that it's there's some there's some kind of traction to it. Musk versus the Zuck. Here we go. This is this uh, federal district judge in Florida, the one who is trying Trump's case. Uh, no, this is the judge in Washington, the one who's trying the Washington case, the federal indictment against Trump. And this is a comment she made on the record from the bench in another January 6th case. Of course, Trump's case in Washington with this judge is about January 6th. It says, this unprecedented attempt to prevent the lawful transfer of power from one administration to the next caused property damage injuries and death and for the first time since the election of 1860 the transfer of executive power was distinctly distinctly not peaceful now folks how does trump get a fair trial in front of that not a chance not a chance but you know what she's not going to change the venue it's not going to happen no that's going to be some appellate court so yeah i mean it's uh Again, though, all this has done is made him more popular. I mean, there are people now saying that they did not vote for him last time that are going to because they don't. They, 
they want to see us remain a republic um, and not be a place that locks up political enemies. I mean, this is just third world stuff. Yeah, can you imagine the day when Trump would get the sympathy vote? That's what's <laughs> happening. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> like, if you just don't mention him and just don't say anything and leave him alone, which I said on this program about a year and a half ago, like, quit making everything about him and he'll go away. But they just couldn't do it. Like, they, they, they literally. Or he will do something. You know, if you just leave him alone, he will do something that will tick off enough people and stuff like that but no now you've made him now you've made him the the target of of, of almost a martyrdom uh not quite a martyrdom because he's still around but uh and and he's gaining the sympathy support because being he's feeling picked on i mean know? and he was blocked by every social media outlet in the world i mean that's what made musk purchase of uh, Twitter so big and and you know he Elon came, Musk may well save this nation. I, I, you saw what he posted this weekend about helping with legal fees for anyone that has been fired. Well, it's just now people have got to they can go to Twitter, yeah, and get or to X and get both. You know, yeah. you can get it all. You can get one side of the story, you can get the other side of the story, and you can get a bunch of lunatics too. Too, you know, I, 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 it's a, it's on you to figure out which one's which. You know, and I don't know if y'all saw over the weekend a lot of husbands uh, and people out there that have a ex account uh, are getting in tr- or trouble because they're getting these statements saying eight ninety nine for X premium, and they're getting all these texts from their wives like, "What is this?" But what it is, it's Twitter's new name. Right. It's, it's X. So when they see when they see the charge, when they see the charge on the credit card, they're like, "What do you what X? What do you subscribe to? We need some explaining." Yeah, you know what? This, yeah, this X. Yeah, X yeah, premium. X, X yeah. premium uh, membership. You know, come, it comes back to the movie ratings. You yeah. know, and uh, you know, and. and yeah, that's that. That is kind of funny. It was, <laughs> it, it was very funny seeing a lot what, of posts. What amazes me though is that. Well, here, here's what Clay Travis had to say. Now, he's a partisan, but for, uh, lives right up the road. For 240 years, the United States government could have the, this position. With Joe Biden's Department of Justice trying to put his chief political rival in prison for the rest of his life, we no longer have the moral authority to call out other countries for doing the same. And he's right. And he works on the 2008 Hillary Clinton campaign. Yeah, he he's right, and um, you know there are a lot of things that you know, Mr. York and I. Mr. York says, "Oh, it was an independent Department of Justice. Biden didn't know anything about it." Well, sure enough, the New York Times comes out, I believe, over the weekend or late last week, with a story about how uh, Joe Biden met with his aides and told them that he wanted the Department of Justice to prosecute Trump. You know, it, it's he's you know the buck stops here. He is he is the boss of the Department of Justice. He, Barry Garland is hired and fired by the president, and so that's well, the, that's that's the chain of command, and that's how it isn't works. that part of his job by the Constitution? And he an executive or the enforcer? Yeah, but again, of the Constitution. Like said, <laughs> if, if, if you know the the Department of Justice is very hierarchical, hierarchical. Um, you know, I worked there as a federal prosecutor 25 years, and any kind of high-profile case like this, you know, you died a governor, and died a congressman, or whatever, uh, you know, it goes up to the attorney general's office. It's, it goes up through several different layers until it gets to the attorney general's office, uh, and then the attorney general's office acts, and then they, if they are, have decided... Usually, whether they've decided to proceed or not proceed, it goes over to uh, White House Office of Legal Counsel, who then, uh, you know, works to formulate the president's response. But it it will be the president's response, and it will be uh, something he signs off on or not. Uh, That's just the way it works, and that's what's happened here. You know, what amazes me is how Democrats can gaslight themselves into thinking this or that. We, in, in the case of uh, Joe Biden versus Trump, you know, they they have been 
I mean, they, their assumption is that Trump's a, you know, an idiot, orange man, anybody can beat him, you know. So they aren't even campaigning or doing much of anything. Uh, and, but they taught, they tried the Russiagate thing. That didn't work. They honestly thought that Hollywood produced movie of the January 6th committee would put away Trump, didn't even dent him. And now they think these indictments are going to put away Trump and his fundraising and poll numbers only rise higher. They gaslight themselves. And it's so bad, actually, that there, there's, again, an account from the New York Times that that uh, Obama went to Biden and said, look, you know, you better start taking Trump seriously. He's got tremendous popular support. He's got campaign money and funds and his supporters have all figured out an ecosystem uh, where they can communicate with each other without the uh, mainstream media and corporate media and uh, so and that's Democrats have tried so hard for us not to have a way to talk to each other Uh, but we found it and Elon Musk helped us a lot but we'd have found it anyway without Musk uh, and so it, it, Obama's going to wake up, Joe. You, you know, you're going to have to get into motion. And so far, I haven't seen anything going on. Uh, the other thing, here on a state level, they, uh, the, the Democrats, have, we, we've got a possible upcoming session of the legislature, a special call session by the governor, where he's proposed to... Uh, a what is an extreme danger gun bill where Mm -hmm. there could be a court proceeding where a person you know says i'm going to shoot up a school uh whereby the uh person might have their firearms taken away from them uh it looks like it's dead on arrival in the legislature uh but gloria johnson says 80 percent of the people of tennessee uh want this gun legislation it just points to some crazy poll people i promise you if 80 percent of you wanted uh gun control legislation in tennessee i mean scott specky and kip capley joey hensley they'd be voting for it but they've gone out and listened to their constituents and know that their constituents are opposed to this thing uh and gloria johnson is has gaslighted herself into believing that just like she's gaslighted herself into believing that she could win in a senate race against marcia blackburn it's simply not going to happen i mean, not a chance I, I, yeah marcia blackburn could be you know caught with a i'm gonna i'm not even gonna say yeah yeah it just doesn't matter you know she's gonna get elected and uh gloria johnson is not <laughs> And what else? You know, and, and because of arrogant things like, well, maybe the Trump indictment will put away the uh, two-tiered justice system talk. Okay, that means, Gloria, that you know that that is a substantial concern to the people of Tennessee. You've just admitted that. And then you go on to say, I don't care. And so that's what you're saying. And how in the world are you going to get elected when, you know, you treat the majority of the people in Tennessee that way? Not a chance. It's kind of like Mike Pence's new strategy. Bash Trump. This guy might as well pack his bags and go back to Indiana. He stands. Him and Chris Christie are the exact same. They both don't stand a chance. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And they've the gaslit themselves, oh, too. It's it's unreal. I mean, But, I mean, Gloria, you know... You acknowledge that that uh, the two-tier justice system is a con- substantial concern to your uh, constituents if you run for Senate, and then you go, I don't care. And so, there you go. That's the way to win friends and influence people. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's break it up and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Jim 
Gypsy Kings featuring Tonino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry located downtown Columbia has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Stay comfortable and relax this July. Heller is keeping you chillin' all summer with free outdoor gear. When you upgrade your home's essential systems, we're giving away free Yeti camping chairs, coolers, backpacks, and more with the purchase of select new HVAC systems, whole home generators, and tankless water heaters. Stay chillin' all summer long. Book your appointment at happyhiller.com today. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening.
Gypsy Kings playing right there. All right, folks. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Clayton Harris, dude number two. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York, is at an election commission meeting this morning. And again, Mr. York, thank you for your service. Look forward to having you back tomorrow. I'm sort of in, in a somewhat of a refrain mode of um, my attacks on the uh, Democrats and the corporate media this morning because I feel like it's sort of unfair to do that without Mr. York having the opportunity to present a Democratic defense. But, uh, you know, Seth Campbell and I had a long text conversation last night. And he and I share... Uh, a worry that uh, this country could descend into violence, perhaps even revolution of some type. Now, I know all you keyboard warriors are out there just pounded away right now saying, Delk Kennedy calls for violence. That's that's your instant reflex. No, I'm not calling for violence. I, I'm trying to say, let's have level heads and prevent violence. But your keyboard warriors are going to say it anywhere and say it anyway. So go ahead, knock yourself out. Now, the um, and and it could who knows which side or direction it's coming from. It's been widely reported that the uh, Democrats uh, had or democratically involved groups had had planned uh, after the 2020 election, if Trump won, to take to the streets nationwide. Um, I mean, that, that's the thing. Trump got more votes than any, any sitting president ever. Uh, you're talking about a large portion of the country. Um, you know, 81 million votes by Joe Biden. I mean, it's um, say what you want. I mean, people have their own opinions about that. And uh, do they believe? But, but it's like we talked about last week uh, with this new uh, indictment in D.C. The 2020 election is going to it's going to get it's going to get talked about and settled in court. You're going to see a lot of stuff come out, and it's going to give Trump an opportunity to present his side of, the, of uh, his opinion of what's going on or what happened. Which he has never had an opportunity to do in court law. Now, well, the question is, will the media air this and will it be public? You know, And will the judge, you know, some of the things she's saying, uh, she... She may not allow that testimony or the documentation to be uh, to be entered simply ruling that the election of 2020 was fair and without fraud, and so they, if therefore any evidence of fraud is inadmissible. Um, clearly, though, Jack, uh, Jack Smith's indictment accuses Trump of making false statements about fraud and to not allow the issue of whether or not there was fraud in fact is clearly reversible in violation of due process uh, although that seems to these January 6 cases inside Washington DC I've been particularly reading uh, some of the messages from one of the lawyers who's defending a lot of the January 6 folks and it, it seems that routinely uh due process is is being violated in those cases and uh, none of them have wound up through the courts of appeals yet or, or got to the Supreme Court so we'll see now Del just a law question here for you everything that Trump's been charged with so far cannot knock him off the ballot could a treason charge knock him off any ballots or give, you know stop him from running oh there brings you the old tired true uncharted waters uh, I mean, I'm just sitting there thinking, I mean, is Jack Smith heading in that direction at some point? Some speculate he is. And if he does charge him, what does that do? Does that does that not allow him to run? Does that take him off the ballot? No, I states? think he'd have to be convicted. But uh, And that's not going to happen. And, and I, but I mean, whose who's decision is it whether or not he's on the ballot? Is that the individual states? I believe so. Is there a... a yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, do they have some type of clause, you know, or is there anything in their state constitutions that says... Well, know, right. a, so California is going to take Trump off the ballot. It doesn't hurt. doesn't hurt. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, 
These are all interesting questions that we may or may not find out the answer. You know, and, and with regard to Kemp and a, a treason charge, you know, there's speculation out there that what he may do is add that to the indictment. It's called a superseding indictment. Uh, and but you you've got to wonder. I mean, if he has proof of that, he's got it already, right? And chose not to not to indict on that basis. So, I mean, that's just peculiar. I, I did read over the weekend. That, that means he's got. I mean, it's not a good legal reason to withhold it. It's some kind of strategic political. Uh, you know, like throw in a superseding indictment alleging treason, like you know, four months before the election. You know that kind of thing. So right. He's, that, he's 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 doing it. That's a if he's if he's not if he's holding back on that charge right now, and he's got the evidence because there's no reason. I mean, he's not going to get all the evidence is in. You know, I mean, he's not getting more new evidence. If he's holding back on that, that's that there's a political reason for it. But. Well, did you read over the weekend that he his he, he did hold back on some evidence for this uh, January sixth uh, indictment charge? Uh, one, I think one of the pieces of evidence was the video that Trump had made and put on Twitter about go home. You know, you, you got to be peaceful. Well, more importantly, we all know this. Uh, he he quoted the president's speech before the crowd that afternoon, uh, before before the events at the Capitol, and. All of you know, at one point, uh, Trump said, go forth and peacefully protest. Even though he quotes the rest of the speech, word for word, he left out peacefully protest. Of course he did. And that's, you know, again, you would think that that's going to get corrected. But, you know, what that does is, you know, that means that the the jurors are going to read that indictment and... You're, some of them are going to get confused. Sure. <laughs> and you're going to have to you're going to prove to them that he said uh, peacefully protest. But I mean, what, what, they see in their, what they see in their first, they remember most, you know. And so, uh, I mean, that, that's definitely nefarious and a, uh, definitely a deliberate omission uh, by Jack Smith. Um, so, you know, that's – we'll see. Clayton, I've lost my track now. Where do we start? Uh, we were just talking about some you know, possible indictments coming down the pike. Um, oh, I was talking about my conversations with Seth Campbell yeah. where, yeah. you know, we have a fear for violence. I'm not calling for violence. Let me let, We're going to talk about what I'm not calling for, people. Keyboard warriors. You know, God, y'all are disgusting people. Uh, the uh, I'm not calling for violence. I fear violence, which could come from either side. And I fear that we don't have any sober adults uh, considering that and talking for each other, talking to each other, and trying to figure out how to diffuse a potentially very bad situation. Uh, and you know, Seth, Seth and I were talking about it. The, the uh, um, and so what? What could eventually shake out of it? Could take a lot of different forms. I mean, you know, taking to the streets is one thing. Uh, you know, uh, a, a, a political movement, perhaps of some type. Uh, and I'll tell you what I mean by all that in a second. Or you know, you're, you go into a period of time like, you know, the Irish Republican Army, where you have murders and assassinations and all that kind of thing, bombings without an, an outright war, you know, a, a pitched war. Uh, but uh, you know, what Seth and I, were, you know, in 1860, the country got to the point where they just said. You know, both sides just said, we're tired of talking, you know, throw down, you know, let's just see you, see you on the battlefield. Uh, and then, so they did, and of course we know what happened, the Union won. But then 1876 rolled around, and it, it was the same factions, folks. Now, now back then, it, this is simplistic, but back then, Democrats were the Republicans. I mean, no, excuse me. Republicans were the Democrats, right. 
and and Democrat, Republicans back then, Republicans were the Democrats, and the Democrats were the Republicans. It was just total opposite to what it is now. That's it's, it's very much so. And um, so the Republicans, who were in fact the Democrats of that time, uh, we, we got a presidential election of 1876. And there were uh, various slates of electors proposed from various states, and the country was still deeply divided, basically along the lines of uh, uh, the, the, the fissures that had arisen before the Civil War. And yeah, it wasn't about slavery at this point, but it was about self-governance, self-governance, self-determination, states' rights, maybe. But nobody nobody seriously at that time was advocating bringing back slavery. That wasn't, that wasn't the division. And uh, um, so it goes to the uh, U.S. Congress, and it is the function of Congress uh, on counting day to determine what electors should be seated. And a vote of Congress is required to seat any elector. And having lost 600,000 American soldiers uh, so recently, Democrats and Republicans got together in 1876 and compromised because they had no more taste for war. And the and actually the the uh, the the, the um, I'm getting confused now. Yeah, the, 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 actually, the Republicans, again, who were the liberal party back then, uh, the, the, I think it was Rutherford B. Hayes. The, it ended up with the, with the uh, Rutherford B. Hayes being elected, even though, actually, I think the final count came down to the, to the Democratic opponent. But they compromised. The country kept the peace, and they all went home. Uh, we're at a point where it's looking like there's just no compromise on either side uh, in this thing. Trump is divisive, uh, as well as the Democrat corporate media is is divisive, and neither side seems to show any ability to compromise. Uh, the uh, although I would contend that if some Body tried to compromise with Trump, that he'd do it. The art of the deal, you know, that, that's his nature. But you know, I don't. I won't get off on that tangent. Uh, you know, Robert F. Kennedy is the only statesman I'm seeing out there. The only one who's saying, you know, let's heal. You know, I, I think maybe something that this country might need to try something that it's never done before, and that's a constitutional convention. And the first thing they can do is set term limits. Well, it, it could be that. Uh, in Scotland, very recently, uh, the United Kingdom, uh, you know, they had been through, you know, all the bombings and the killings with the IRA and all that. And the Scottish weren't part of that whole thing. But Scotland was mad and wanted out. And so were a lot of them did. And so the U.K. allowed Scotland to vote as to whether they wanted to stay or not.